AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, guys? It's Tori. And I'm Anissa. And this is MTV's official challenge podcast. Today we are joined by the king of the King's Palace. You've seen him on The Duel, The Gauntlet 3, and most recently on All Stars 2. It's Nehemiah Clark. Yes, and we had a great time talking to him today about his return to All Stars, the offseason, and of course, the King's Palace. We hope you guys enjoy this interview with Nehemiah Clark. You might know this man from real world Austin or from the streets of Rancho Cucamonga. He's been on six seasons of The Challenge, The Duel, the winner of The Gauntlet 3 on The Duel 2, Rivals, All-Stars, All-Stars 2, and made it to the final. Welcome, Nehemiah Clark, everyone. Yay! Yay! Yeah. I, I, Not the streets I, of Rancho Cucamonga. I, I mean... <laughs> In the notes, it's like where you're from, but I'm like, oh, no. I, I, you know, uh, one, thank you for that intro. If I could have that every time I entered a room, uh, life would be better. Um, <laughs> I'll work on it. And two, I only went to high school in Rancho Cucamonga. So it's funny they say I'm from there, but I only went to high school there. But still, oh. you would see me on All the right. streets well, of Rancho Cucamonga. All right, well, if you're in Kansas Cucamonga. City... If you're in Kansas City, say hi to Nehemiah. Yes. Yeah, he's out there. Hello, Queens. Hello, Queens. I love you guys. What's up, Queen Anissa? Hello, King of the back. Palace. We got Queen Tori, who I am a fan Thank of you. now. Uh, Thank watching you. you kick so much ass and your athleticism and everything. So uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. And you just made it to this final. You kicked ass in this final on All-Stars 2. How do you think it compared to All-Stars 1, I guess, overall? Mm, good question. Ooh, that is a good question. I think this one uh, felt more like a challenge. I felt mm -hmm. like All Stars 1 felt more like a gathering and we got mm. to do challenges, <laughs> you know? Um, a gathering, yeah, you a know, reunion. It was like, it really felt like a reunion. You know, we all went there. We didn't even know what the prize money was. We didn't even know if there was going to be prize money. Wow, you, know, you didn't? You know, no, we didn't. Um, oh, maybe some we were people like $12,000. Yeah. So we were like, oh, cool. Oh, damn. You know, and then he said 500K, and then we're like, uh-oh. And a lot of people probably at that time was like, I probably should have took this a little bit more serious. This is a backyard games mm -hmm. we're about to put us through. Right. Um, so this one felt like a challenge. I think people knew going in that 
that the prize was big, that they had to take it serious. And then the rules of the game were way different than last time. Yeah. Honestly, I felt that way about you. And even coming on to this podcast, I think that you, I mean, not like you and your, and your crew King's palace made this season so entertaining to watch. Like you guys were incredible. <laughs> and I think it's because you came in with that energy and you can mm. see the difference in you from season one to season two. You saw it in tech too. I mean, Latarian was always smashing shit like that motherfucker. Right. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. He's don't, always like, don't want to get in there with him, but the three <laughs> of you guys, you know, you really, uh, and Melinda as well, you guys really came in with a cool strategy and, um, and you made it super far. So do you feel like there was something that you did differently to prepare for this All-Stars 2 rather than All-Stars 1? Yeah, I think there was a few things. Uh, one was I went back and I studied all of the champions of the challenge. Ooh, and, um, flashcards. <laughs> yeah, so I went back and I studied them just to kind of see what separated them from how I played the game before. And then I also went back and I looked at myself and I analyzed my performance and I say, if I were to ask myself, did I give it my all and be honest, if my answer was no, then I need to do better. And my answer was no. Uh -huh. So I was like, uh -huh. you know, um, if this if this opportunity was taken away from me and I look back and I say I didn't do the best of it, then I would be mad at myself. So let's take this one serious. So I got a um, personal trainer. Uh, I got a nutritionalist. Um, wow. uh, was doing puzzles, uh, no drinking, no hanging out. So I, I came, that's, I think that's wow. the reason why um, the intensity was also different because it was passion. Like I came in there like very, very hungry and serious and really wanting to win. So I think, um, you know, that translated. And then the second part to that is that I was very organic. I think a lot of times I was always afraid of fully being myself on camera because of, you know, um, them putting storylines that may not be like uh, what happened way back with the best situation. People think that we hooked up and stuff. So I always went on the show and censored myself. And this time mm. I was just 100% raw. And even my family would call me and be like, you know what, watching this, you're like, I feel like I'm actually watching Nehemiah. You wow, know, um, that gave me chills. So, That's awesome. Yeah. So I think that was the difference for me personally. That's yeah. nice that you gave yourself the opportunity to be real with yourself, you know? And I think mm -hmm. that it does translate, not just to the people that know you, but the people getting to know you on All-Stars 2. You know, if they had missed All-Stars 1 or had seen you on Real World or on other challenges, you know, I think this is cool because it gives us the opportunity to reinvent ourselves or at least show, you know, our growth. Yeah, true. But... You going into this one, I know I could see that part of the King's Palace was on last season. Do you think that helped to like maybe solidify the bond there and I guess the trust that you guys had in your alliance? That's a good question. Yeah, I, I think it did because one, me and Tech go back, like way back, um, even before All-Star. So one, he was my boy and my heart was broken when I went against him you know, and uh, all stars mm -hmm. one. And those I think a lot of peppers. fans too, you know, those like, Yo, I, they I were awful. To, it, <laughs> damn peppers, man. Oh, that man. was awful it, to watch. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was so tough. And then, you know, like a lot of the fans will contact and I didn't, I didn't understand this from, from their point of view, but they was like, man, it's, it's hard seeing, you know, two brothers go against each other. And mm -hmm. for me, I'm just sitting there like, I'm just going against somebody who was talking shit, you know, like I'm not looking at it like mm -hmm. that. This is a competition. I whatever color they are, I would have probably chose that person. It doesn't matter. Um, but the fans saw it that way. So I had to think bigger than myself this time going in. 
and and really try to be um, sensitive to like the fans and and what it is that they don't get to see often and it's just camaraderie, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to bring that, and it was just like you know what the money set aside. I'm gonna ride for y'all, and that's that's just gonna be the theme for me this season. Yeah, and you could see that. I think like obviously, like we've just said, the big difference between the two seasons was the formation of this King's Palace. I mean, you guys got a theme song and everything. I mean, people are singing Sandy that song. Palace, <laughs> Palace. <laughs> like it was, it was um, really powerful to watch. And would you just mm. mind walking us through what it was like to create that alliance? Any conversations that maybe we didn't see on camera, and how it was truly solidified for the for the viewers? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's funny because we didn't go in there with anything. It all kind of happened organically. And what you start to kind of see conversations form in the house and stuff. And if you're really paying attention, you can kind of see what alliances and who's watching who's back very early on, you know, cards get revealed. So seeing that, I noticed that we were already on the outside, you know? Um, So this was going to be a typical challenge for people like us who don't really, um, don't really play the political game where we're just there up until we're either used to kind of take somebody out or we're taken out, but, you know, we're never, we're never power positions in the game. So I started to notice that and I, I pulled them to the side and I was like, look, we, we have to show that we could play a political game as well. You know, um, it's bigger than us just coming in here and just, you know, uh, in the great words of Latarian, putting our hands on people, you know, um, <laughs> this, this, <laughs> you know, this, this game is much bigger than that. And I think that if we play that side of the game too, you know, um, we can do very well. So let's, let's start playing this political game and not letting what always happens happen this time. Yeah, that's a tough space to be in. I mean, I I get it, you know, coming for me. I get it. It's really hard to, like, play the game, but then, like, play the game of life, too, and then be representative of life where you're trying to play the game. I mean, it's it's just, I think it's more complicated than people expect for all of us to touch on all of the things that are important in the game and in life and be representative of that. So I commend you for putting it together. I think that it shows people that even when you are on the outside, you can come together and be strong and powerful and loud and in your face with it and still be successful, you know? Cause I think a lot of these alliances in the past um, or even friendships rather, cause I mean, you guys were like family. It was more than just an alliance um, are quiet and sneaky. Do you think True. that you guys being that confident and that loud and that in your face, like, this is us and you gotta you gotta take the kings and the queen out of the game if you want to get far do you think it was advantageous for you to be as confident as you guys were you know um i think that as a viewer i can i can see that it can come off as 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 confidence but i think for us it was coming off uh more so of passion and appreciation Uh for being in a position that we were of underdogs and it it, it wasn't the the bottom it wasn't the bottom floor versus the top floor it was the house versus our room and normally in those situations we fall quickly if the house wants something to go it's going to go 
So mm-hmm. I think for us, it was appreciation that every single time shots were taken normally in, in each of our challenge careers, I think we can all say that when that's happened, we always fall victim to it. But this time we were able to take them. So we were appreciative to still be there every single day. Every single mm-hmm. day it was like, yo, we're still here. That's why the Save the Palace thing was so powerful because it was like, we're still here. So mm-hmm. what I wanted to do was I wanted to say, look, let them play that sneaky game. That's the typical mm-hmm. challenge game. And what happens on the challenges is if you don't come on and conform to that, then you're automatically an outcast and, and your chances of making it to the end fall. So yeah. since the lines were drawn, let's be loud about it. Let's play a completely different game. They want to be sneaky and backstab. Let's be loud and loyal. You know, let's um, let's bring that old 90s, 90s <laughs> New York vibe to the thing. Where it's like, that. this is my crew. This is your crew. We don't mess with y'all. Anytime we see each other in the subway, either we're going to break dance fight, you know what I mean? Or, you know, (laughs) you know, like this is us. And and since we're all old school, we come from that era anyway. So that comes Mm -hmm. natural for us. That's that's just how we are. It's like, you know, I've been yelling my my cousins. We got a crew called SBC. I've been yelling that on all all, everything forever. So it's like you always be loud about about who you are. You you never uh, get on your knees for anybody. Yeah. Do you do you think that gave you more to fight for because you had such a such a loyal and strong like backing like it had so much like strength in that that's what it looked like for Mm -hmm. me that like when you went into elimination were you fighting for them too oh so much and when I went into elimination you know um I look up and I see Latarian and I see Tech and for one of the one of the first times in the challenge I actually felt like there was even two people who wanted me in the house and you know when um you get up there and you you have everyone saying your name like it's hard not to take it personal because we're people and you know it's emotional and these are our friends and they're saying our name to put us I'm in sorry. so it's hard not to think that you know they, they it's hard to it's hard to look past that you know but squirm um, Anissa, you go squirm. There, yeah, it's um it, 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 so, so when you know when 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 Latarian was in elimination I was in elimination yeah you know I kept my bags packed I never unpacked them I'm keeping them packed so when you yeah. pack you see my bags are packed look we all going into this I'm sitting in the room with you while you get ready I'm not leaving this room I'm right by your side you know mm-hmm. um, I'm cheering for you the loudest so um it was a unit and that that uh-huh. was a strength and it was bigger than me so whenever something's bigger than you you can find strength outside of you you know yeah and you know I what? Hope you everybody can... listens to this on the other show because they need Same. some of this. I mean, Same. it's just it's but, just weird how there isn't yeah. that loyalty. There isn't. There isn't. And, you know, you saw early on with Steve when he went up against tech. And then, you know, you guys, mm-hmm. I think it even brought you guys closer together. But I want to focus on another relationship that you had in the house because you and Melinda, like you guys make it to the final. You guys had this whole experience together from the beginning all the way to the end. She obviously hurts her ankle. You guys are so supportive supportive of each other i mean even seeing both of your instagram posts it's like you you could just see like the love is so real it's so deep it's 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 a friendship that's gonna last forever and so mm-hmm. how was it like to reunite with her she was your original castmate um in austin on real world so what was it like to reunite with her and work with her on this challenge you know um i'm gonna be honest with you i think the biggest win for me was getting that bond back with her that's so and, fucking cute, man. You know, like um, that, that was we because we, we always knew that we had that love for each other, but we didn't talk that much. You know, life happens when you're older and 
you know, you're in different parts of the world and people are married and there's kids involved and stuff. So we know what happens when you hit your thirties. We're not as close as we want to be in our hearts. So having us come together and share a room that, that bond, you know, came back. And to me, that was the win because now we talk every other day. I know what's going on in her life. You know, um, I know what's going on with Camden. Um, and it's, mm-hmm. it's one of the best things that you can ask for because at our age, we don't really get to, uh, you know, get those solid bonds anymore, you know, mm-hmm. and um, to get that, it's, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's better than gold. Aww. Yeah, Melinda, Dude, Melinda's a real one too. We just had her on. I love her. She is Absolutely. something else. Absolutely. She's so funny. I love her. Shout out to Melinda. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and you guys got to see in this, this season, like, when I love you, I love you. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, I'm a Scorpio. So like when I love you, I'm loving you to the death and everything you're going through, I'm going through. We're going but through. When you, you, but when you I hate you, but when I hate you. Talk about that side. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's that stinger, you know, that's that yeah. thing. Um, I but, feel um, it. I feel yeah, it that's, over here. And, but that, it's like that's, residual that's pain. Been, that's, that's what I've been working on. But uh, Anissa, you know that there's never ever a point in my life where I could hate you. Um, no. We go we go back since my first we challenge. Really and um there's no, there's nothing that you could do like you could anybody could do stuff to me in the game and once the game is done I don't care yeah like, that's the game I don't care um, like if we were in the streets if shit went oh, down yeah. I got you y- you know what you I'm know saying? Like, like if you oh, were yeah. in Philly and or like if you were Hulk I don't care what if some shit happened I had like that's what yeah. really matters to me exactly. You know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I got your back. You call me and say somebody doing something wrong. You point them out. He's done. You know what I mean? Like at forever done. That guy yeah. is done that, you know, we're so gonna um, kick him the balls we're, a lot. We're going to get him. So, um, you know, um, no. I love I love all the way. I love all the way with all my heart. And that's hard to turn on and off on the challenges. And I think this season, you know, we got to see that from me. Yeah. And like you said, it's it's out of passion, but you look I didn't know you were a Scorpio. Now it's all making so much sense. I'm like, duh. I like that. You gotta smell him too. He smells amazing. He's just always <laughs> smells like a passionate lover. If you I know what that's a, if I could just bottle passionate, passionate lover vegan scent. Ooh. Oh, oh man. It's my I'm no, sure he you, does. He is the best smelling guy on the challenge. I will say that. I'm sure oh, he smells great. I'm sure that nobody smelled great during that final. We had John A and MJ on to discuss the final. They said it was brutal. And honestly, it looked harder than the final that we just did on Spies, Lies, and Allies. I just want to know what was the most difficult part of the final for you? Oh, man. Good question. I think um, the bike ride. Yeah, people were saying for that. me personally, um, because we did it last. So oh. um, there was there was one puzzle piece that mug was like 10 miles, 100 miles oh. away and you're riding it in sand. And, um, you know, it's crazy because me and Melinda finally get there and we both just get off our bikes and collapse. And I think everybody wow. had that moment where you're like, um, how are we going to get through this? And I'm cramping her ankle swollen. Um, so we like take a breather. And it's funny. I like I start doing like some Reiki on her and then um, mm-hmm. we get up and that. then we go and um, we push through. But to me, that was that was the point where I was like, damn, I don't that was almost close to a breaking point for me, but, and the heat. Mm. So those two things yeah. were the yeah, toughest. I heard it was a hundred thousand degrees out. Oh man, that heat. I'm surprised and no then, one passed oh, out, to be honest. Mm. You know, um, I think the one thing that saved us was not having hills. You know, mm. it was pretty flat. So I think, I think that helped. If there was hills, but it would have been But the sand tethered together. True. 
dehydrated. Wait, wait was broken whole, ankle? Was all broken? Yeah, se- <laughs> yeah that's all, true. Was all season two like? Was it relatively that hot the whole time? Yes. So I think you become acclimated to that. Yeah, that's true. Then like the change, and we've seen it on other challenges where like the weather's fine, and then all of a sudden they're in Croatia, Prague, and then it's like a hundred degrees. And yeah. So I'm glad that everybody. Stuck with it as much as they could, you know. With but even exception. being sleep deprived, like that's yeah. the thing that I can't I get over. This final that. started off with sleep deprivation. Like this, right. that's in my opinion the hardest thing to ever endure in in a final is sleep deprivation. Like I cried staying up all you, night. I cried. It's so I also was you know freezing, how it is. But I cried. So you start with it. You start with it. I mean, like honestly, watching this this final makes me nervous because you know, like everyone says, all stars. You know, they it's supposed to be this like more fun, more reunion type of show. It's not. It's, it's the same not. shit. That's the same. You're doing the same, even harder. This final looked way harder. So, um, I mean, you guys were definitely, I think, one of the biggest threats going into the game. Who did you think, who did you and Melinda think was going to be your biggest threat? I think that we were split. Um, I think that Melinda thought Darrell and Janelle would be our biggest threat. And to me, I thought that um, MJ and John A would be our biggest threat. What was the difference for you? For me, I knew I knew John A and I knew how well she had improved and how bad she wanted it. Uh-huh. And to me, like when I looked at the teams, I was just like, MJ could carry John A if he if he needed to. Uh-huh. But I don't know. I don't know if Darrell could carry Janelle up a hill because their heights are similar. Like uh-huh. I know he could, but probably not as long as MJ could carry John A. So those are the things I was looking at. And then I'm looking at puzzles and I know John A is good at puzzles. And then I was looking at how they performed on the mini final. So like this whole challenge, I didn't sleep. I'm calculating every single move the whole time. I'm not sleeping Mm. at all. So every move that's happening, I'm thinking about. So to me, they were a little bit tougher. And then um, Tech also felt that Darrell and Janelle were a tougher team. And so did Ayana. So it leaned that way, but I was leaning towards uh, MJ and John Nate because they, they were, they were strong. Yeah, yeah. But you saved them from the final elimination. I did. I and? did. There was a couple of things that went into that one. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be a group decision to, mm-hmm. um, you know, John A's like an actual friend, you know, outside yeah. of that. So like I said, I, I wanted to not play this game with my heart, but it's still hard for me being a Scorpio. My heart is there and I play with it and it's very hard for me to turn it on and off like that. So there was a lot of factors that went into and um, I have so much love for John A and her family that, you know, that kind of helped push it the other way, even though it was a tough decision to make. No, I mean, when you get deep in the game, like, and you're at that point, it's you're rock in a hard place. Like right. it's so difficult to make a decision and you just have to trust that you're doing the best thing that you can. If you could go back in time now that you know the outcome, now that you know that you, they, they won, would you have reconsidered that move? Uh, you know, that's, um, that's Monday quarterback, you know, yeah, right. yeah. and, and, and that's hindsight and it happened exactly how it was supposed to happen. Yeah. And they won based off of all the rules that all of us were given and they won fair and square based off all the rules. So um, mm-hmm. they didn't quit and, you know, they they deserved that win. So um, I look at it like there were other wins that I personally was supposed to take away from that. And even though in my mind, I wanted the money, the universe uh, had other wins for me. So I just took those and I'm appreciative of exactly how it happened. And I look back like it happened exactly how it was supposed to.
AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Was there any other moments from this season that you felt like you were pushed to your limit physically or emotionally prior to the final? Mm, man, great question. You know, I think uh, maybe definitely emotionally, you know, like so yeah. many times emotionally. If if we go back pretty much after the um, Latarian and Tyler elimination, mm-hmm. I was in every single time. So yeah. voted in. Not yeah. in because of performance, but voted in. So, yeah, you know, sucks. <laughs> you had to sit up there and you had to have your friends look you in the face and be like, yep, me and my want you in. It's so tough, um, um, emotionally, that one, um, th- it was a roller coaster for me. And then there was a conversation that me and Darrell had one time. Um, he was like, just so you know, I'm not going to vote for you up there. Uh, and then we go up there and he says my name and I was like, motherfucker. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of times where I had to keep reminding myself that it's just a game. It's just yeah. a game. Um, so I, you know, uh, I just started having fun with it. I would just go up there and just start saying jokes the whole time, <laughs> you know, um, look at people cross-eyed and stuff while they were saying my name, you know, so I just, <laughs> just go up there and just, and just have fun with it. And then, um, try to take that into elimination. Yeah, it feels like it's your job title. Like, we've been here before, put into elimination and put into elimination. It's nothing new. Mm-hmm. But when you yeah. get to do it a lot, you start to, like, you start to claim it. Like, oh, I got to just do two challenges today. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, that's, so, yeah. that's so powerful. Like, think about it's that. It's rewarding. At the end, when you're in that final and you're like, I, fought, I really fought to get here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it definitely. It's and rewarding attitude- in a different way. That attitude translates into regular life in so many different ways. It's like once you kind of overcome the like being attacked and owning where you are and owning what you have to do, like you said, when you learn how to make jokes about that shit, I mean, it's it's game changing. No one can take that from you. Now you're yeah. you're unbeatable. Like you can't break mm-hmm. the spirit. 
Yeah, it's it's a superpower. And, you know, it's um a lot of times we think that we want life to get easier, but in reality, we don't want life to get easier. We just want better tools to deal with life. Yes. And that's really what it comes Damn. with. And um, yes. all of those things that we go through gives us the tools because we know we've been here before. So now I've had a bunch of people say my name. So now the second time I'm going through it, I have the strength and I have a little bit uh, more uh, power in my armor because this I've gone through and this is how I handle it. So this is how I handle it this time, but I can actually do it better because I learned from that one and this is what I'm taking away. So when we really look at life just being a bunch of experiences that are meant just to help us learn, then you kind of you kind of take away the power of it controlling our emotions because at the end of the day, if all of these external things can control your emotions, that's right. that's technically the definition of hell. Yeah. Because you'll so never when- find happiness. When are you writing this book? When should we expect the book? <laughs> the book and with it, the deluxe book of poems by Nehemiah. Yeah. When is this? Give happen? us a haiku. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming, y'all. It. It's coming, y'all. It's coming. It needs you know, to. Uh, it needs to. I, I got you. I'm going to work on it. I think this is a good time. You know, before, back when I was on like the dual two and stuff, it was a little bit, it was a little bit weird at the time, but I think now we've come to a place, you know, when I had the incense and all that and yeah. writing the mantras and, you know, <laughs> meditating and stuff. It was, it was, it yeah. was definitely ahead of its time, you know, then. Yeah. And, um, and now it's, it's full circle. So um, I'm thankful that the platform still even shows it because I think that now this is the time in life when we need it because uh, those tools are are very helpful when you're sitting inside of your house and you got a quarantine for 10 days and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you got that voice that you've been avoiding through distractions now it's yeah. loud and you got to know the difference between self and the ego and you know once you start to have those tools you know it's um these are the times I think that they're uh, most useful um I mean Clearly, if you're doing yeah. Reiki in the middle of a final, right. from Melinda, Tori, learn which Reiki I don't know if that's ever been case. done before. <laughs> learn, Tori's going to have to learn Reiki now. Put it in the notebook, Tor. Learn yeah. the Reiki you, classes. You, you know I, uh, I um, predicted Casey's pregnancy, right? No. Okay, so um, I'm doing Reiki on John A., Melinda, um, Casey, and Janelle. Uh, one day in the room, the cameras were down. I think we had lost AC and some lights. So I'm doing Reiki on them. Then I do Casey. And then Casey, um, one, I just had my pendulum to check her chakras, her crown, and then her heart. So I was working on her, her heart and then it said, move to the crown. So I'm on the crown. And then um, I get this vision of her with a baby and she's like swinging what? it in dandelions in like a park. And then when I'm done, I'm like, uh, I don't know, but I'm seeing this vision of like you and a uh, baby girl and you're in a park I don't know uh, if that means anything to you but this is what I'm seeing so um, if you're not planning on having kids you're gonna probably have one soon she was like yeah it was just weird it was just so out of left field and then um, a week later we find out she's pregnant Bro. Then, well, uh, I hope they're listening yeah. because instead of instead of doing tests on us, guys, we could just bring Nehemiah in for a little <laughs> yeah. Reiki to make sure none of the cast members are pregnant before we go <laughs> our show are we gonna call yeah. you Neadonis, Nostra, Nostra Nehemiah? What is Nostra Maya? Nostra Maya? What is? What are we gonna go with here? Because Neadonis, Neadonis sounds better. Because yeah. Nostra, that sounds like a nostril. Okay. Oh man, that, that was some weird. Yeah, that Neadonis. was weird. Yeah, it was a weird time. I, you know, um, I did John A, and then I, I was like, you know, I'm just getting the color uh, orange and yellow. So I was like, sacral plex. 
um, you know, that chakra and stuff. And then when I tell her, she was like, oh my God, that's so weird. I was in the airport and this random lady just came up and gave me cards and said I need to concentrate on them and they were orange and yellow. Shut the fuck up. So what do you yeah. see from us? Um, Ooh. A dead from Mexico vibes? Gray, bo- gray <laughs> detox vibes? Because um, we just got back from vacation. <laughs> Be- yeah. because, because I love y'all, <laughs> because I love y'all, I'll do that off off camera. Oh, no, I'm scared. Is it bad? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Right? I don't know. Tori's, okay. mo- I don't Tori's know. moving today. So Tori needs a lot of, we're just sending her a lot of positive stuff. Right. Oh, now. nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Are you, are you oh, staying man. in Florida? I'm moving to Miami. It's the big move, man. <laughs> oh, nice. My new vacation so nice. home. Yeah, you guys come through. I have a spot out there now, so you guys got to come. Anybody who's who's out there is challenge family is welcome because I need some love. I don't have, I mean, I have a few friends out there, but I need some good people to slide through. So I'll be right there. Done, done. I need a winter home. Yeah, I need a winter home. So (laughs) need a home all winter. Yeah, all winter. I'll put a teepee in my backyard because I'm gonna redo the whole thing, and we could just have a camper. Done. Done. I'm you know, a, I'm a minimalist anyway. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, but before we go into this Miami move, I want to know, what are you most proud of this season? Because after hearing how much you've accomplished emotionally to get through it, hearing how difficult that was, but also knowing that you trained so much and got a nutritionist before you even got on there, what do you think was, like, what makes you most proud? Was it the mental aspect that you've accomplished or the physical aspect? Oh man, I hate to go deep again, but no, go deep. Um, seeing MTV, seeing podcast people, um, anytime they talk about Latarian, Darrell, or anyone, them referencing them with the term king. Oh, mm. stop! I love that. Yeah, that that's, that's the biggest dude. thing. That's the biggest thing for me. That um, man, that 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 hits home because now you get a. You get to add new narrative, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and and you get to add new perspective. And when you have um, other people like saying, like MTV putting a picture on the challenge, uh, Instagram, and it's like me, Latarian and stuff, and they say royal family. It's like, to me, that's powerful. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, that's that's huge. So to me, I think that's the that's the biggest thing is, um, is that alone. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. That was a really when they introduced the King's Palace, I think even Tori, you were saying like that was a, just a powerful episode in and of itself, just like mm-hmm. showing that because we don't I don't we don't get enough of it, to mm-hmm. be honest. So. You guys were my favorite part of the season, like not just everything about it. You guys made the show really. And like me and I, you should be so proud because like you said, the effect that it that it has it's like like you change the narrative completely and now people look at you guys and i'm like i want you i want to be on a season with you motherfuckers like i want to <laughs> play the game with you guys like the the energy is just she wants to be a jester in the palace yeah oh, let uh, me be a jester <laughs> oh right. you will laugh from if, if you like to laugh just mm-hmm. know that all we do is laugh the whole time we were cracking up. I mean, there was nights where we would just all be in tears. So we'd be yeah. in bed oh, and it would just be, laughs. we all just pure belly laughs, us talking so much, so much shit. And um, just feeling, just feeling like you're at home on a challenge, mm-hmm. which is very difficult to get. You know, it's like, it's hard to feel at home on those things. So um, that it probably really it, got you through it. That's the only thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's you can even thing. see it. Like, Latarian is this person that's, like, this huge guy that you just, like, immediately check off as, like, 
somebody who would never cry. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. I don't know him, but that's oh, not what he, he shows off. But you you see him break down like the mm-hmm. moment that he thinks you know the palace is being under attack. So it's like mm-hmm. you could see it. You could you it brought so much life. Every every color of somebody's emotions came out. Um, you could see it, and it was just it was so beautiful. I love so that. yeah, I can't. Uh, I hope there's a I hope there's another season. Fingers crossed, and I hope that we get to see it again. I know that would be mm-hmm. dope. Save the yeah, palace. Yeah. We got to save it. And I guess I think, they have to go uh, yeah. into the palace. The Come on, see, the, the, the palace is Ooh. for the palace. Look, Anissa, have you ever have you ever in a game truly felt like you were like one of the leaders or at the top of the pecking order of any alliance that was like, controlling <laughs> the game? You're a comedian, yeah. too. This is crazy. <laughs> no, you know never. I mean? I, I've always gone off. I know my own strength. And when people doubt me, it's time for me to prove them wrong. So it was always like an alliance of one because I mm-hmm. knew that was the only person I could trust, even when I felt like I was probably going to fuck up. But no, we've never been at the top of anything. I think it scares people when we are. I mean, a little bit in Double Agents, I felt like I had a little a little bit of power, but it just went everywhere mm-hmm. because I didn't know what to do with it because I was just like, it, it was such an unpredictable, weird energy. The whole thing, I was just miserable, but... No, never really felt really in charge of anything. Feared by people in certain ways, sure, but like never. I've been weaponized a lot, so I don't. Mm-hmm. I only see it as that. And you deserve it. Come to the king's palace. Oh, you deserve it. You deserve it. You don't gotta. You don't. You don't gotta. You don't gotta prove yourself with people. You don't gotta. You gotta prove yourself to people like that. Like if they don't recognize the light, it's because they can't handle the glare. You know, mm-hmm. we don't. I'm gotta gonna cry that. on the podcast today, folks. Come over to the King's Palace. <laughs> We're all equal over there. We're all equal over there. There is I no pecking that. order. There is no pecking order. You know, if you're with the palace, we riding for you. We all going to sit there. We all going to cry together. And we're all at each other's top of the vote. So, yeah, the elimination queen, of course, you know, you're making it to the final and whatever. Mm. Once you do. So you, you got it. Thank you. Tori, come to Thank the King's you. Palace. I'm already there. I see. I've seen the love that you've been giving on the Instagram. <laughs> Tori's been in the moat. Tori's been swimming, the swimming around the moat, trying oh, to get yeah. in. The, the trying to get in. I, I got t-shirts for both boat. of y'all too. I'm gonna give y'all some <laughs> yes. Save the Palace t-shirts. We're taking this. So the palace represents anything in your life that's worth saving. You know, whether it's oh. re- whether it is a relationship, whether it is your health, whether it is you struggling to keep your apartment strong and, and they coming after you, that apartment is your palace. You know what I mean? You got to save it by any means. You got to do whatever you need to do, no matter what the odds are. And that's what the palace represents. And everybody has a different palace inside of them. You find it and you protect it and you save it at all means. And the more you save it, the more it's going to grow and the more you start to bring other people in there with you. And now you got an empire. Yo, I man. That's Nehemiah Clark, everybody. King Nehemiah Clark, everybody. <laughs> On yes, the King podcast. Clark. King Clark, baby. <laughs> Woo-hoo. King Clark. Nia Damas. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love, I love it so it. much. In the off season, Nehemiah, like, you know, obviously the show's over. Maybe there's going to be another one in the future. But in the meantime, what is it that you do and, and that you work on? Um, so one of my main things right now is I work with a tech company that helps to um, get low-income people um, in profits areas uh, free tech schooling and certificates and um, and new careers and stuff. So I work with recruiting people and getting them through this program. And I run like 
recruiting them, bringing them in, creating their content. So really trying to um, do like what I said with helping people with financial freedom and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of a big goal of mine is helping people get financially in a position to where they can spend their time doing what they love to do, you know? Um, so that's one of the main things that I do right now. And then on the side, I'm to be, you know, creating content on all around wellness, um, you yeah. know, self-help appreciation, um, understanding, yeah. you know, spirituality, you know, like just pretty much just some of the stuff that some of the tools that I've, I've learned, just, just putting them out there and whoever wants to use them can use them. Love let you. me know if you have a newsletter because I want to sign up. I want to get updates. So let me mm -hmm. let us know what to follow because that's so beautiful. Yeah, it's so love, selfless. Love... Thank you. Yeah. for doing that. Yeah, because access is a big thing, and a lot of people don't have it. So mm -hmm. thanks Absolutely. for being the bridge. That's Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. There's things I'm learning financially, like in my late 20s and early 30s, that you know I feel like I should have known at 18 at 16 yeah. you know oh, yeah. so it's like um i'm learning them now and i'm like ever ever and i mean i think that's what makes people strong nowadays is is the people who can continue to learn you know what i mean yeah, like I that's that's that. the that's the new tool so if you can keep learning keep doing it i love it well nehemiah not only have you touched us you touch a lot of fans too and uh sarah from colorado reached out to us and she wants to know just something about you a little fun fact what is a hidden talent that you have that you wish you could use in the challenge Oh, mm. that's a special question. Um, I would like to know as well. Bottling um, farts and throwing it on opponents before elimination, maybe. Um, that's yours. That's yours. I, that's that's yours. See, because my my farts are <laughs> there. My farts have more um bark than bite. You know, they're loud. <laughs> okay. They're loud, but they smell like a botanical garden. A um, you know, that's a oh, hidden talent. Um, if it was physical, I would say probably boxing. Mm. Um, I wish we had a boxing challenge. So I could just go in there and mop some people up. Um, <laughs> I love that. And Bye. then if it was, um, man, if it was like politicking, maybe like um, having a guitar or something. Uh, on the challenge Ooh, yeah and i would just mm -hmm. spend my time Serenade like i did on, on gauntlet i think that's why i won the gauntlet three is because i have my guitar <laughs> yeah <laughs> you had your botanical garden farts and your guitar i mean yeah. that was it oh you know what else would, does a man I would, need i would sing to them and feed them fruit oh yeah you're winning you're good um, you got this <laughs> you can have it <laughs> <laughs> my it's been seriously an honor yeah, talking to you. you you're an incredible person where can the people follow you? How can they support you? Is there anything you want to promote right now? Yeah, they can come to, I think the Instagram nowadays is the hub. So the Instagram will be there. Um, I definitely, obviously would like more followers because you know, that's social currency. And it, if I feel cool and I wake up and it's like, oh, you have 20 like, oh, <laughs> shit, I'm out. Yeah. Uh, but Instagram, you can follow me there. I got the Save the Palace t-shirts coming out. I'm going to be doing, uh, my Dear New Me uh, podcast is coming back out where we uh, help people get new tools to become better versions of themselves. And then oh. also um, Vegan Near Me is a traveling vegan show that I have in the works. So, yes. um, yeah, so just all I get to be I get to be myself nowadays, you know, like this is the day of being able to do all of that stuff. And it's um, and it's cool and trendy. So uh, I'm, I'm what thankful. is the IG exactly? <laughs> it's uh, Nehemiah L. Clark. Perfect. Long as hell. It's like that's a long. It's worth it. It yeah, is I, worth I, it. Nehemiah L. Clark. So yeah, Instagram. I appreciate everything that you two are doing. Um, I love this platform. You are two mm -hmm. of the most 
funniest and wittiest people <laughs> and watching y'all like the stories on instagram stuff like sometimes i think like how the f- how do they come up with this shit like i thought i was funny you know what i mean like i'd be thinking wow. i'm funny but um you two uh yeah definitely <laughs> you two definitely two uh queens in your own and um don't let Thank anyone you. ever tell you anything different wait yeah, i want to tell you something you, i want to tell you something nehemiah i got new condoms so you can't make fun of me ever again Oh, them big ass cereal box condoms that old <laughs> Anissa, Anissa brought what? some, Anissa brought some condoms. And he couldn't like, read the like, expiration because no, they were in my purse and they were like nah, crumpled up. they were up. old as hell. No, nah, they Shut were old up. as hell. They were from high school. Yeah. yeah. It was like, it was On all from in, high school. Yeah, from in an old wallet, like an old wallet, oh, you know that? Oh no. And the lubrication is now like powder. You know, oh, like no. it, we didn't even yeah. open it. He's such a liar. He didn't even open it. He just looked at the outside and it had been in my purse for a long time. But I want to no. let you know, I got some. It, well, I wasn't getting any on that show anyway. I used them as true. balloons. True. And said, true. I made a, true. I made balloon animals out of them. And then I went home and I bought new ones. So I just want to let you know. Thank you. Good. Thank good. You. Thank I'm you glad for I clowning me. That. I'm glad Thank I could support you. For clowning that. me during rap battles and bands. I got you. You know why I never bring condoms? Because you don't have sex with You don't have sex? Exactly. I don't either. It was in my purse. No, I'm not saying that you shouldn't. Oh, but it was in my purse. It's not like they provide them. Somebody may need them. Yeah, they should be protected. But the point of them is that they should should not be expired, so they actually work. Shut the fuck up. We just couldn't. It it was so wrinkled, you couldn't find the expiration. That's all I'm saying. It probably wasn't expired. We just couldn't see it because it's been in my purse. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna let, right, I'm, I'm well. gonna take your word for it <laughs> because you. we both know in the heat of the moment ain't no man or woman looking at the expiration date of a condom. So. Yeah, hold on one second, let me check this out. Uh, no, 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 not happening. <laughs> you know what? That's probably the I'm gonna need thing. five minutes to find this. <laughs> Let's look for the oh, serial man. number. All right, everybody. Well, you know how it goes. Good to wrap it up, save sex, and also good to wrap up this podcast. So thank you so much for coming on the show, Nehemiah. You're an absolute legend. You are. Thank you so much. We're going to send you a bunch of love on Instagram. If you guys are listening to this, make sure you please send Nehemiah some love. He's absolutely incredible. And we want to send him all the love so he can wake up smiling. Thank you. Thank you for that. You guys make me feel good. My day, my week is about to go good. Thank you. I love y'all. Aww. Yay. Love you too. Thank you so much for coming on the show. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.
Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What a bright light. Nostra Nehemiah, Nehemiah Damas. I'm not saying that right anymore, but he's no, a you're legend. Not. But you... <laughs> Nia Damas. Nia Damas. Like Nostralitis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Out of honestly, that that was pretty disrespectful because not by you on me, because he Purpose. killed that interview. Yeah. I mean, he was, great. he was what an, what an incredible person to talk to. So everybody, make sure that you go follow him. Send him some love. He deserves it. Um, and it was awesome to have him on the show. Anissa, where can we follow you and send you some love? Anissa MTV on Instagram. That's the only place I'll be. That's A-N-E-E-S-A-M-T-V. Send us your questions, especially for our upcoming guests. And Tori, where can we yes. find you, follow you, love you, support you? Thank you. You guys can find me on Instagram at Tori underscore deal. And honestly, if you really liked the episode, we appreciate it. If you rate and review us on Spotify or Apple podcasts, we love reading the reviews. It means the world to us. And um, yeah, we love to see what you have to say. And we'll see you back here next Friday for an all new episode of MTV's official challenge podcast. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.